The man in the elevator goes up. The man in the elevator goes down. All day, every day, all night, every night. The man in the elevator is always there, even when he's not. Have you gotten onto an elevator alone, and as you push the button, are suddenly filled with dread? What if you get stuck? What if you plummet to your death? You would hear a cable snap. Then your heart would drop. Then you would drop. What if the next person to get on the elevator is a serial killer, and you're his next victim? If you died in this little metal box, would they find you? How long would it take someone to even notice that you've disappeared? These thoughts, your thoughts, they do not come from you. These thoughts are the whispers of the man in the elevator. You can feel the air as he pushes the words through thin lips. But when you turn your head, you are alone. This, of course, makes the dread that much more palpable. He likes it when things become palpable. The man in the elevator knows that nothing good ever becomes palpable, usually fear or hate or disgust. How does the man know this? How does anyone know anything? Experience. He had ridden every elevator to every top floor and sub-basement. He may or may not be named Otis. He has always never been there all of the time. In mirrored windows and panels, you can feel his stare from behind you. You can almost picture his smile, a surgically precise grin, his lips pulled slightly apart by high cheekbones sitting below sunken eyes. And those eyes. His eyes are swollen black orbs flecked with starlight and a soft madness playing in the inky dark. They swivel in their sockets as if they had minds of their own, but they do not. They are directed by an unhealthy and unwell mind, but a mind possessed by a sinister and sharp intellect. The man on the elevator is honed and polished by timelessness. Your nose will wrinkle at his scent, his clothes, his skin. His being is a softly permeating reek of dust and disinfectant and your grandma's home. You know the smell. It immediately fills you with, the, with nostalgia and the need to run. But the man on the elevator is beside the point, isn't he? There is nothing you can do about him. He'll always be there, playing in the corner of your eye, his breath ripe with the slightly sweet smell of decay, cloningly dancing next to your ear. When the bell dings or the tone peals and the door slowly hiss open, he's there. When the numbers go up, while the numbers go down, he's there. When you finally exit, assuming you do, he's there. You'll step off, offering a silent prayer whether you want to or not, and the doors will close. When you turn around, when there's only a sliver of elevator left between the closing doors, then, and only then, will you see him. You'll say to yourself, half-heartedly reassuringly, that your eyes were just playing tricks on you, but it's not your eyes, games, that you're playing. It's the man in the elevators, and he thinks games are really fun. That was Man in the Elevator from Black Falls. This is Mr. Wright. I'm Doug. What that was was a new installment of Black Falls, which is a novella I wrote years ago that we turned into a podcast. I had promised the fans of Black Falls, both the novella and the podcast, that I would put out uh, new pieces. So that's one of them. So there's not really a whole lot to say other than it was really fun going back to the town of Black Falls. Uh, there'll be another, I think, three pieces that'll kind of come out here and there. If you want to go and listen to all of them, quote-unquote, chronologically, it's Black Falls on iTunes or through our website. Uh, but it was a lot of fun coming back to Black Falls. And in terms of 
a tool I used on this piece, I wanted kind of the vibe of um, being very uncomfortable and in a very small space with something you can't see that is whispering bad things to you. And one of the tricks I did is some people don't like certain words, like moist is one of the most well-known ones, doesn't bother me. But palpable, I don't know why, but I get a little itchy around that word. Could be the meaning, could be just the phonetics of it. And if you notice right in the middle of it, I say palpable about three times, almost back to back to back. And I did that because I wanted to feel uncomfortable writing it, uh, as I hoped that people were uh, uncomfortable listening to it or reading it. So that's it. That's a neat little trick you can uh, use in your writing, is try to put yourself in the audience's shoes. So that's it. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week with not Black Falls, uh, but they will. the Black Falls pieces will come up here and there every so often, uh, maybe about once a month, once every six weeks. This was Mr. Wright. I'm Doug. Remember, they'll keep reading if you keep writing. Right on. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!